I was actually just, I was good. I was, I was just enjoying it. Oh, you're enjoying me singing? Yeah. Thanks, man. I know we can hit other songs too, but we don't have to do that now. Yeah, I mean, you know, kind of like, uh, um, uh, uh, how's it going? In, in the jungle is one that we can, we can do together. Welcome to the jungle. Now in the jungle. Oh, hold on, hold on. Not gonna hit that right. It's in the jungle, the riot jungle, the lion sleeps tonight. Such a banger. Hey, I'm Adam. And I'm Andy. Adam and Andy, here to talk about tunes. Boom. All right, so, <laughs> so yes, we are here uh, to talk about tunes. This is going to be a bonus episode of ours. Mm-hmm. And what we are doing this week, or on this episode, should uh, I, I should say, 
There is a musical survey uh, that I've listened to for uh, several weeks now that has been referenced on the ticket. Every, every week, the ticket will bring on... K-T-C-K. The ticket. The ticket. 1310 or 96.7, the ticket. In Dallas. Yes. The greatest sports radio station in the country. This is very true. Now, the reason I wanted to do an episode like this is because I, I find the topic that they cover on a weekly basis absolutely fascinating because what, what they do is there is a survey, and before we start the survey, I'll list off all of the, the questions or criteria, yes, in yeah. question, if you will. And I, I, I thought it was fascinating, you know, because I answered it myself, and then I really wanted to to understand what the people I know and what the people they know, what they would answer on yeah. this survey. Because as I've mentioned several times on this podcast, I'm an, an incredibly musical person. Music is my deepest passion in my life. I can listen to almost any kind of music and find some kind of validity to it. Yeah, You know, I fucking hate country. There is some country music out there we were just listening to some yeah there's some country music out there that i i can actually thoroughly enjoy and you can say his name yeah well johnny cash of course yeah um and there's some country music out there that i actually thoroughly enjoy and so i wanted to to get other people's musical tastes and their opinions and you know dive into what they answered myself and see if i could find something new that i would actually listen to and enjoy and you know open myself up to yeah, because music uh, to me not only makes me feel you know, emotions. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel good. It it opens. But no, that way. Say it that way. It makes me feel good. <laughs> I'm the baby. I'm the baby. It makes me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> but music, I mean, it is. It it it, it opens me up. I'm I'm I, I found out. Uh, recently, um, because I get goosebumps if I hear a song that really uh, you know speaks to me that that touches yeah, me, I get yeah. goosebumps. Like our uh, intro song. Apparently, that's a pretty rare thing. Oh. Like if you actually get goosebumps from listening to music, it's a it's a pretty rare, yeah, thing for, I get for people. Yeah, it's like twenty yeah. percent of people, something like that. We're special. Yes, we are. Hmm. That's why we're a better podcast. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, no, I won't go into it. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah. So a- after, you know, explaining why I want to do an episode like this, and there will be other episodes like this because I've gotten this answered from at least 25 different people. And let me interject real quick too. Yeah. This isn't something that was inspired or brought on by the podcast either. Mm. Um, Andy asked me to do this. Months and months before we started. <sighs> maybe this. six months ago. Yeah. Maybe longer I'm- than. Yeah. So like far before the podcast started. Um, oh yeah, and, and yeah. the ticket had been doing this for about four or five weeks before I finally listened to it, and then found the questions that they had been asking on yeah. on the ticket subreddit because I was genuinely curious what would I answer to the survey. And then once I I I sat back, I thought about it, I started sending it to people, mm-hmm. and the answers I was getting were fucking fascinating to me because so, people I knew and had known for years and years and years. They were sending me bands I'd never fucking heard of. Like the one of my really good friends, Ryan, some of the answers on there, I'd never heard of those bands. And I looked them up. I fell in love with them. Yeah. Yeah. And mine, so, are, mine are unfortunately not that deep cut. 
Um, hey, and you know that's fine because but, yeah. as I, I've told Mine, several, some of mine are expected and then not expected at the same time, so it's it's nice. Yeah. And a, a lot of the people I sent this to were like, "Well, I just I don't know what to answer." And I'm like, you know, I, I've told everyone that I've sent this to, no taste in music is a bad taste in music. Music ah. touches everyone in a different way. Yeah, no one experiences music. Look at you, man, the statesman of of music. Oh, absolutely. Again, wow. music is my fucking passion. Yeah. It, it is what drives me forward. And there's no one way to enjoy it. No, every person, music touches them differently. Yeah. And I can never fault someone for not liking something I like or for me disliking something they like. I can never judge anyone for their taste in music mm-hmm. because everyone's life has been different than mine. Yeah. And that's what music does. It, it is supposed to touch something in your life that makes you think about it and actually gets you attached to that music. Let me um let me follow that by saying as a message to our suds. Um while so hold on, I'll say it this way. Um this will be a less as zany episode is what we may typically do. Oh, but absolutely. we will bring the funny. Oh, yes, absolutely. Don't don't yeah. let my intro explaining this and my passion for this. Yeah. Uh, no, you didn't worry me. I, throw least, anyone I, I already off knew guard. this heading into it. Like, hey, yes. um, this may this isn't you know our 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 booze anchor crazy stories, but we will at least still kind of really oh, show a personal side of us. Absolutely, this and is, talk about it. Yeah, this is something I have genuinely been looking for. I know one for sure that you'll throw a joke at me about. Um, oh, that I have. Yeah. Um, and I, I know the one the one you're talking about. We've seen yeah. each other's answers, and I've shared the answers for the other uh, applicants. That, yeah, oh, yeah, that, that's that right. How many, how many have you had? 25. So that's a large number. Not including you and I. I mean, uh, you can I've, even extrapolate data, right? You'd be like, absolutely. Are there are there trends? You know, I, I thought about this too. Like, if you had a large number of people, is it going to be too diverse to really catch any trends? Um. Typically, I would I would say yes, but I the people I've gotten the response from are people I have found myself being friends with for a number of years, and some of them surprised me with their answers. Okay. Uh, some of them went like death metal when I never knew that side of them. Yeah, uh, some of them went classical. I can do a good death metal scream. I don't. Practicing. I don't even want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at Dude, it. Dude, you went super rad doing that, by the way. Thanks. I've been to a lot of metal concerts. So. Yeah, you you have. And that's and you uh, will not see a metal band pop up in my list. No, no, I won't. <laughs> but I know that it will in Maddie's list. Mm-hmm. And I am really curious to see that Maddie list. Maddie has Maddie. been an inspiration to me. And Even though I... Hold on. She has been an inspiration to me, and she's shown me a whole other side to music I hadn't thought about. But, I mean, me coming into it, though... I was big on Metallica and oh yeah, yeah sure yeah. so like, kind of kind of your your Mount Rushmore of metal bands that's, that's okay my, yeah yeah sure yeah. okay so now that is explaining the the premise and why I I have been hammering to do this this bonus episode he's been since fucking episode one he's like oh we gotta do we gotta, we gotta do music episode oh yeah and, and then we went we did Nightmare Town well yeah and he's <laughs> because, like oh we gotta do the music one next. Well, yeah, because Nightmare Town, we we both have stories about that. This yeah. is my sincere, deep passion. Yeah, and this is something that I I just I had to to get done with. So, well, hey, you're not alone in your music passion, though. Oh, don't even. I think, I'm not I think trying, it should be said. Or I'm not stated trying to downplay you at all. Don't get me wrong. That that I'm a child 
of bandmates. Okay, touche. So now let me go ahead and I'm what I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna give my answers to these questions as I'm reading these yeah, the first yeah, yeah, time. Yeah, but we're at least this is this is the framework. Yes, th- this yeah. is the survey in and of itself. Number one, band I hate. <laughs> I won't do that through all of them. <laughs> Number two, band I think is overrated. Or it could be band or artist that I think yeah. is overrated. Yeah, and I think it should be said too that anytime you say band, it can be interchangeable, band yes. or artist. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Band I think is underappreciated. Band I love. Band I can listen to over and over again. Band that made me fall in love with music. Band that changed my life. Band that surprised me. Band that is a guilty pleasure. Band I should have seen by now. And great band to see live. Million Vanilli. Actually, on the rain, I can feel it falling. Actually, I bet that would be a thoroughly entertaining show. Well, I mean, if you had the real people there or the the front of Million Vanilli? No, the real people. (laughs) Okay, yeah. I bet that would be a thoroughly entertaining show. yeah. Um, so what I'll say too, as we get into it, what I'll need as I, a, I'm so sorry. Uh, one quick follow up. Uh, one of the, the only guidelines of this survey, you cannot give the same band for two okay. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm sorry. I should have said that up front. No. Well, you're still saying it at the front. So you're good. You cannot say the same band twice. And that was something I came across and had to get people to redo the survey. Huh. Because I didn't tell them because I, you know, because I'd listened to it on the ticket. I just, I just I, assumed. I put the monkeys for everything. You did, and that's why I had to get you to do it at least eight times because you kept putting the monkeys I and putting the fuck monkeys the on. monkeys. I'm a believer. Gotta I hit. couldn't leave her if I tried. I, I can never, I can never listen to the monkeys. Can, can never listen to him. Now I'm sorry. You you go ahead. Um, my God. Now I have forgotten what I was gonna say. Oh yeah, producer's note. Mm-hmm. Me with the soundboard. Um, so I'm going to be doing some things here to kind of make sure the show is in place and running well. What I'll need you to do is read what um question we're answering at that time. Could oh, be for of you, course. Could be for Absolutely. me. But I just need you to oh, answer and, what question. And for we're you, I'll, I'll I'll ask you the question as well. Perfect. Yeah. That's yes. all I need and I have the music, so we're good. Yes, absolutely. Um, so, what without further ado, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, read your question and we will get into this thing. For the very first one is band I hate and anyone that knows me that answered this survey knows my fucking answer to this question and that's a journey journey is quite possibly the most overplayed band of all fucking time and this song uh, well it's certainly this song yeah and this song in particular is what makes me feel that way because i've never been to a bar never been to a karaoke session where this wasn't fucking played and Journey yeah. has countless other fucking songs that are better than this. Absolutely. But because of this song, I can't fucking listen to the band Journey That's anymore. what I was going to slide in. It was like, wow, this song is so overplayed. Um, 
I hate that it takes away from from Journey. Now, I, I think it does kind of the over, lights, the overvalue lights them in the city. Lights in the city is great. That's um, one of my that that is the song that made me start singing. Maybe there's like you know some people say that Wheel in the Sky may be overplayed. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, separate ways is that right? Uh, um, I'm okay with separate ways. Yeah, I can't listen to it, um, but I didn't um, end up hating that one. Um, what's that one about your family or, or like? There's a little more of a slow jam one too. That's really good. God damn it! Oh, that's yeah. Good. I don't know, but that is Journey, and that is the band oh, that I, I hate. Now, hold on, hold on. It's faithfully. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Faithfully is good. Faithfully is very good. Now, band I think is overrated. Michael Jackson. Oh, okay. Hold on. Well, now I got to get back to it. You're going too fast for me. Oh, I set that up? I know. You said it wonderfully. You said it really, really well. Now, Michael Jackson. I think this is overrated, or Michael Jackson as a whole is overrated. Not necessarily because he, you know, molested a lot of children. Yeah, some of that's kind of tongue-in-cheek kind of deal. Um, yeah. I think I, that he, he gets a lot of airtime, and it's kind of like, well, there's just kind of this other stuff that was going on. Yeah. I mean, and, I mean is it 100% true? I don't know if we have definity to that. I don't know. And again, I'm not going to be like, you did all of it. I'm also not going to say you didn't do all of it. I have no yes. idea. I have no idea. Yes. Now, again... I think he's overrated, but he has put out some songs that I'm actually a, a, a rather big fan of. Yeah. Like the second song uh, for him, I believe I sent you Man in the Mirror. You did not send me that. What did I send you? You didn't send me anything number two from Michael Jackson. Oh, okay. Well, I apologize. But like <laughs> the man the man in the mirror, I the actually- man in the mirror. Oh! oh! I'm asking him to change his ways. I can look it up. No, no, don't worry about it. But, I mean, there are some songs that, that, you know, he's put out that I thoroughly enjoy. And what I would say, too, is, like, I get down to beat it, and it has Eddie Van Halen on there. I prefer the the Weird Al Yankovic cover. Oh, Eat It? Yeah, Eat It. Um, There was another song. Oh, PYT, Pretty Young Thing, is, is a good song. I, uh, oh I, my I God. can't get okay. into that one, man. Okay, like, and but again, saying, okay, uh, again, everyone has their own their own preference. I don't think it needs taste. to be said again. I don't need to be said again. Well, you're getting a little frustrated over here. I'm allowed to do that. We are, as <laughs> stated by your brother, the loudest podcast on the planet. Yes, but he also described it as two lovable idiots yelling at each other. I love you. Yes. <laughs> oh, you didn't say bad. Hey, Donnie, you hate your own brother? Suck my. Dick! What? <laughs> now, band I think is underappreciated. Okay, yeah. And this oh wait, is- wait! I have an idea. Oh, Moving okay. forward, I think you shouldn't say the band name first. We should play the music and then you say the band name when it it gets going. Okay, sure. Uh, so, band I think is underappreciated. It's the Avid Brothers. Who I am. Now I don't I don't know a lot about their discography, but I do quite enjoy them. Yes. They have put out some amazing shit over the years. And and let me be honest here, I found them roughly four years ago 
when I was using my Alexa to use or to listen to a Radiohead yeah. uh, station because I just said, hey, play Radiohead. And out of nowhere, it played I In Love and You by the Avid Brothers. Yeah, I have a similar story. And I, I heard it and I immediately asked her to repeat the song. Who is this? Yeah, you know, I, I asked who is this and, you know. The Butt Brothers. Yeah, That's what it said. and, and it, it said the Avid Brothers, and you know, I, I was sitting there, and I was listening to I Am Loving You, and like, I got the goosebumps listening to it, because I was just sitting in, in my living room, just listening to music, just relaxing after a long day, and that song came on, and, and something about it just fucking hit me, and so I immediately re-listened to it, I pulled them up on my Spotify, and I started from the beginning of their discography, and I eventually made my way through the entirety of their discography and not all of their stuff you know sounds like this the 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 title yeah. of this song is um what i would be sad correct yeah i didn't want to correct you whenever you sent me the song so yeah it, it was i would be sad and the second one that i sent is a song called die 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 Oh, yeah, I like this one. Yes. So as you can tell, not all of their stuff is very sad. It, it actually takes a, a rather wide journey throughout their discography. Yeah. They start really country, and then they really find uh, themselves. I would say it's like kind of that folky alternative, not so much okay, country. Okay, yeah. yes, that's fair. Like, uh, now, that's how I discovered them, too, is I Am Loving You. And uh, I was on an alternative channel on, like, I iMusic or whatever mm -hmm. the fuck, you know. Um, and yeah, I got the same thing. Um, but I do see your point. They, I mean, they're very folky, but they're like, it's like Mumford and Sons, but if they didn't sell out. Yes. And I was, oh, I'm really glad you said that because I was about to immediately fucking correct you. Yeah. See how I did that? Because hey, fuck. I'm a music boy too. Because fuck Mumford and Sons. Oh, dang. He got him. Yes. Get him. Get him. Go. Go. Get him, Andy. Get, get him, Andy. Go. Go. There go. was, there was one night. Uh, on uh, like a, a fourth or fifth date that uh, the date wanted us to just listen to, you know, lay down and just like hang out on uh, her living room floor. I know it sounds really weird, yeah, but she wanted to just listen to music. And so, you know, we, we were switching off songs on Spotify and her choice was Mumford & Sons. And I, I do not know what album uh, she had picked uh, for us to listen to, but I'll be honest, that one album, in that one moment, at least, was fucking phenomenal. For Mumford? Yeah, but it, it was a live album, and I, I've okay. never... I don't know what album it was. It, you know, obviously it's a mix, because it was live. And, you know, I, I, I remember thoroughly enjoying Mumford & Sons that night, but yeah. I, I've tried to go through their discography and find this live album... I've never been able to find it again. So you know what? Mm. Fuck Mumford and Sons. <laughs> you made yourselves inaccessible to me. You're, you you're, bitches. You're, you're GD right. I fucking hate you. Now, the next one on the list, as I mentioned uh, earlier, Band I Love. I'm just going to let this one play for a second. You should. The most distinct voice in singing, I think. So I'll say his name after he starts. Yeah. Neil fucking Young. Canadian legend Neil Young. 
I cannot get enough Neil Young. I absolutely fucking adore his voice. I hated it when I was young. I hated it. But as I've gotten older, I have started to thoroughly appreciate unique voices in music. Yeah. Because it adds something to the music. I mean, they, they're working with what they have. Yeah. And they know what they have, and they own and they, it. You know, and the more you listen, the more you realize, okay, wait, they're taking their unique voice, they're harmonizing, yes. they're they're making it line up in the music. And I think the same with like David Bowie at first. I didn't understand why David Bowie. I'll was, be exactly. I'll be on the same fucking way. And it's like David Bowie didn't get, didn't get it at first. And then all of a sudden, and I have and it's behind you, you can't see it, but I have a vinyl of um, some of David Bowie's, I think, number one hits. And I fucking I can listen to that thing like yeah. no one's business. It, it it there's just something about Neil Young. Absolutely. The, the first time. Well, I, he's a great guitarist too, so like yes. that goes into it. Yeah. And the first time I ever heard this song, I'll be honest, it brought a tear to my eye. It's one of the greatest love songs of all fucking time. So you um you put this person on your list, and I had to add a song that I enjoy by. Oh now. please! I had to, and you're you might not be surprised by it. Um. But I put this on here just because I I really enjoy Neil Young as well. Please, please play it. Oh, so so so, so good. damn good. If this man didn't have such a coke addiction, dude, <laughs> he, I, I, he might be more widely accepted. Who knows? I've brought this up to my brother before, as we you know when we were talking about Neil Young. I'd love for him to do a song called Young Man. He should. I mean, he's still around. He's still active. Yeah, and he's, he's telling Trump not use my music, right? And he's, or, uh, he's what is it? The song I don't like. He's I'm pretty much the, the song, age now that he was singing about when he sang this. What was it um, "Rocking in the Free World"? Yes. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not huge on that song. It. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Oh. Okay. There's some Neil Young songs, not phenomenal, but a vast majority of the shit he's put out. Yeah. Love it. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. I almost want to go. Okay. Uh, you know, I won't do it because it'll affect my list, I think. I almost said he might be the Canadian, the best Canadian songwriter. Okay, yeah. But there's someone, glad, else, there's yes. someone else I you have don't, in mind. Don't even continue. more appropriate, yeah. Now, the band I can listen to over and over again. This is going to confuse a lot of people. I haven't heard this song. You've never heard 15 Steps? I haven't heard this song. The band I can listen to over and over again, Radiohead. There's a um, there's a video that pops up on my YouTube that says, "Who won the Brit Wars?" Um, oh, Radiohead. The no, no, no. Well, it's like the the newer like '90s. Oh, oh, okay. Is it? They say, "Is it Radiohead or is it Oasis?" And I'm like. Um, it's fucking Radiohead. It's Radiohead. They're still around. They're still relevant. Oasis can go fuck themselves. Yeah. What's his name? That brother. What were their, la- their last names? I don't. I don't um, remember. I don't care. Um. So one of them was like he was he was talking about um Tom York and he goes, yeah Tom York could shit into a light bulb and and critics would say that it's great. Might be true. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> but I mean, look at look at the the fucking history. Of the shit they have a lot that of Radiohead songs. has put out. I mean, this is 15 set. This is off the album In Rainbows. And yeah. the reason I specifically picked this song and this this band is because this song is off the Radiohead album In Rainbows. You just said that. 
Well, I just wanted to repeat it for people. Okay, so they get it, yeah. Yeah, the yes. And <laughs> the, the reason for this, and I've explained this to Adam, years ago, I sat down and I did the math with how many times I've listened to this album. This album is roughly 39 to 40 minutes long. I have listened to this album a total of over 40 days. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. You, you did talk to me about this. Yes. That's pretty insane. Over 40 days. And this album or this song, uh, sorry, is not indicative of the entire album. The entire album takes you through just a fucking myriad of emotions. Yeah. And it is just goddamn perfect start to finish. I've listened to this countless, countless times, and I always catch something new going through it. And that's just this album specifically. Yeah. That's not including OK Rainbow, Amnesiac. No, I mean, um, OK Computer. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, oh, okay, oh, go. I should, okay not, computer. I should not correct you there. <laughs> OK Computer, Amnesiac. I mean, so many fucking great albums they yeah. put out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just absolutely goddamn amazing. Yeah. And, um, I, I, they're kind of, um, uh, underrepresented or like, you know, and it might be because of the glut between, albums that they put out you know oh yeah there's especially um, nowadays they're, they're it's just getting longer and longer and longer between albums maybe who knows maybe their appearance on um south park helped <laughs> their popularity i don't know and maybe the best south park episode of all time which one were they on um so they were on the one i forget is it scott tennyson oh where, where cartman's in that that kind of prank war or whatever with scott he, tennyson he, Kills his parents and makes them into the chili. Yeah, yeah, the chili. Now I believe I sent another song. You to did, Britain. and it is this one. Mm. Which is an amazing song. Now, I, I really love this. Now one. this is probably what people know Radiohead more yeah. for is the the slower, sadder kind of music that they'll put out. Is you know beautiful, yeah. beautiful songs like so this. So Tom York, he even he's involved with like doing. Um, soundtracks and stuff, kind of a similar vein mm, as like mm-hmm. Trent Reznor, right? Now, I wanted to say too, like that last song gives me a little bit of Nine Inch Nails vibes, and I don't know if you will get inf- offended by that or not. I I think that's a compliment, but now I personally, you know my my thoughts on Nine Inch Nails, yeah, but, but, but I can see the comparisons, but at least for that song. Yes. But now with soundtracks, it's a absolute blessing if you say that Tom York is like Trent Reznor with soundtracks, right? Yes. Okay, good. And Tom York, anytime he's been on soundtrack, the soundtrack is Yeah, I can't remember I can't insane. remember what movies he's involved with, but I know that he's involved with that now. Yeah, he, he's done uh, uh, several recently. Yeah. So now we move on. Oh, I'm excited for this one. The band that made me fall in love with music. Is there a more quintessential Beatles song than yeah, in my life? Yeah, I mean, there's oh, so, oh, many. Mm. so many. So This is in my top five. I mean... I absolutely adore that fucking song. It brings us into your argument with... Um, the bitch. Monkees versus the Beatles. They have so many songs. Even if like, you're a fucking metalhead, you'd be like, okay... Helter Skelter hits your marks, right? The Beatles have influenced essentially fucking everyone. Yeah. They they touched everything. You want to talk about the greatest child 
artists and Casper baby pants, probably inspired by Ringo. <laughs> I don't know. That's a stretch. Maybe. Now, let me explain why this band made me fall in love with music. Yes. When I was a kid. Now, Beatles songs are short, so I do want to bring up another note, too, when you do this, but go. Okay. So I'll try to make it rather quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. When I was a kid, we would take road trips. A lot. And they would always be out to uh, Corrigan, where my uh, great-grandmother lived. Or great-great-grandmother lived. Country granny is country. Country granny is what we called her, and so we would we would take hey, these. Andy, welcome to the house. I'm happy to see you. And so we would take these these That's trips. What you're me. We would take these trips, uh, road trips, and it would be about three and a half, four hours yeah. from wherever we were to you know go out there for the weekend. Well, I vividly remember my mom and dad would always play. The Beatles' greatest hits. No matter... Is it the one album? Yes. No matter how many times we had taken the trip, that album would always play. They have a lot of songs on the one album. Yeah, a metric shitload. Because they had a lot of number one hits. Yes. (laughs) And so they, they, they played this, this band. And I remember it was the first band that I, that I grew up listening to that I finally actually developed an enjoyment of my own outside of my parents, you know, just playing them for me. Yeah. It it was the first band that I actually started listening to and wanting to, to learn the lyrics and learn their discography and learn what other music they had outside of what I was hearing. Oh, there's so much to discover. So much to discover. It's like, and you have all those phases of the Beatles and it's amazing that they were together for seven years, you know? Yes, with all the shit they've got. It's like, okay, you come out and you have the first like Brit pop kind of stuff and then they start getting more into, um, I guess you could say the, I don't want to say Hindi, but you know, it's, I forgot. There's a there's a correct phrase that we're yes. to refer to. I, I know what, what the, the Indian yeah. inspiration, and then they slowly started to roll into more with of the rock with like sitar. the with yeah with like the white album and like uh, yes. and and all that. And so it's like you can you can talk so much about the Beatles. Absolutely, absolutely. I don't think. And I actually had an argument about you. You won't be ready for this. I had an argument with one of my dear friends, Muse, on Spoonfed Thoughts about this for about twenty minutes. So that's not Greg. Now it's not Greg. Sup, Greg. Sup, Greg. Um, I I sub Muse, sub K Pope, sub nah. Mall, sub Greg, sub Bimbo. Okay, um, but <laughs> I had an argument with Muse. He said um, he claimed that Migos was more influential to music than the Beatles. Migos, uh, explain this to me. Who the fuck is Migos? Migos is a rap group. Um, oh yeah, because that's more influential than the fucking Beatles. Well, okay. Hold on. Now, you can't immediately say- I'm going to about you, the Beatles. Well, okay, but you can't, again, when you hear genre, it sounds like you're being biased. Fine. Explain me, goes. So they are a rap group. I'm not um, super familiar, but one of their hit songs is Bad and Bougie. That was one of the songs that they did. Um, you know, and you can talk about- you can talk about some of the greatest rap groups, too. You can talk about some of the ones that were were that more foundational. UGK. You know, you come down to- um, like MWA, and you can talk about um, public enemies. You can you can talk about some of these guys that were like they might be like in terms of like oh like Run DMC, 
Well, I love Run DMC too. I'm going to talk about another group later um, who should be on the Mount Rushmore of, I, this is my second Mount Rushmore reference, but um, of rap groups, Migos I don't think should be on there, but his idea was that they, with the different styles that they have, um, have affected so many different genres of music. And I kind of that same vein where I talked about the Beatles being the absolute, now, are they maybe my favorite band? No. But do I recognize them as the most influential band of all time? A hundred percent. I'm never going to step down from that. Um, and I'm talking about the same thing. Was Helter Skelter affecting the the metal community? Am I going to say that they started metal? No. Um, did I say they might have set them on the path of like Black Sabbath? I don't think that's far-fetched. Fair. Or like Led Zeppelin carrying on more of the arena side of it too. Um, but there's so many different veins and 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 the amount of, of hits they had and styles that they put out there. I talked for a very long time about why the Beatles, no matter the criteria that the Migos have, even if Migos. I don't know the whole discography of the Migos, why they are not surpassing the Beatles and what they've accomplished. Yeah. Um, so sorry to get a little long. long no. There. I thought that would be a, a good little, oh, wait, that's not even the thing I wanted to bring up really quick because we're going to mm. go to the next one. Favorite Beatle, go. Favorite Beatle. Yeah. Everyone, that's, that's a big question. All right. Mm. So go ahead. George Harrison. Mine too. Yeah. He's probably the, um, I don't know, the underrated one, right? Yes. You have your Paul and your John, and then everyone shits on Ringo. No one talks about George, and George might have been the most talented person in the group. I mean, you you cannot take away while my guitar the greatest probably the greatest rock song ever written yes and his solo career i absolutely love mm-hmm. and really quick you know i'm just gonna i'm just gonna drop a little bit of george harrison because oh. i love him okay god damn i love this song it's a, mm, it's a good one and i remember too i know i'm, I'm kind of hijacking your your list here i'm sorry but and now George Harrison's not on my list. I ran into a guy that was um, Hare Krishna on oh, my, on my okay. college campus. Yeah. And um, he was going around asking for donations. Um, did you look at him and just go, my sweet Lord? I did not, no. Um, but he he gave me a book. He actually gave it to me for free. I think I even still have it. Um, that would go over the teach, the teachings that are in the, the Hare Krishna faith. Hmm. And... Um, we even we started talking about the Beatles, and I was like, "Yeah, George Harrison. He he um he followed that that faith very closely." He goes, "Oh my God, yeah! How did you know that?" And I was like, "I just know it." NBD, IDK, my BFF, Joe. That's right. Um, but I had to drop a little bit of George Harrison. I no, love, please. I fucking love George Harrison so much, and I'm so happy you said that because he really is the best Beatle, um, a hundred percent. But please, on to your next choice. The next choice in the survey. Which I have a lot to talk about this one too, so yeah. Band that changed my life. Queens of the motherfucking Stone Age. And you should say... Josh Hom. That's right, yeah. I didn't want to say like it's like Nine Inch Nails, but it is like Nine Inch Nails in the vein... I mean, they've worked together too, but more in the vein of it's a person who is a band. Oh, well, I mean, a lot of the original members of Queens of the Stone Age are still in the band. Okay. Yes. But it's like, I don't want to say it's like Coldplay. Like, you know, it kind of revolves around that one guy. 
obviously Queens of the Stone Age revolves around Josh Homme. Yes. Yes, you're not wrong. And Josh Hom is also a part of like four different fucking bands simultaneously. He helped on Foo Fighters a lot too. Yeah, and Dave Grohl has been in Queens of Stone Age. He did. Yeah. He was the drummer for their first uh, uh, self-named album. Uh, he did the drums for the most recent album. I mean, they're interchangeable. Like Dave Grohl has, has been part of Queens of Stone Age for a hot damn minute. I think um, also too Josh Homme, and he's he's another example of um, unique singing styles that you have to get used to. Yes. Now also. Turn this up real quick. This is my number one favorite fucking song of all time. Whoa. Now, turn it back down a little bit. Now, I say that, and the reason that this band changed my life, this is a band that my brother introduced me to. Shout out Trey. Yes, shout out Trey. He introduced me to Queens of the Stone Age. He's actually introduced me to a lot of the bands that uh, shaped my my music throughout my life. Yeah. So genuinely shout out Trey for that. But Queens of the Stone Age, they, they changed my life because they opened me up to a whole new genre of music. They opened me up to this. They opened me up to, to rock, where before, what made me fall in love with music was the Beatles that my parents had introduced, had introduced them to, like the Beatles, Neil Diamond, Pink Floyd. But Trey introducing me to Queens of the Stone Age opened me up to countless other genres and bands that I would never have thought of to listen to. And... I remember the second show I ever went to, the, the second concert, was to go see Queens of the Stone Age out in a random-ass bar in Oklahoma called the Diamond Bar. And this song specifically, after already like a two-and-a-half-hour-long set, they came back out and they played an encore, and they played this song, Better Living Through Chemistry, as like a 25-minute fucking encore. Whoa. And so what you're hearing in the background here, imagine this going on for like 25 minutes. It was fucking life changing. It was the first band I'd ever seen live. Now, be it his second show, the first show being the Burden Brothers, which everyone was just screaming for the toadies the entire time and really drew away. Yeah, it really took away from Play the experience. Play Possum Kingdom. Exactly. And the lead singer of the toadies, even at one point, was like, hey guys, look, I loved my previous album. I fucking love my current one. Stop asking. <laughs> But, Please stop. To see them live and to have it be the second show I've ever been to. Now I've seen them four times live. Oh, wow. Yes. And to have it be the second show and my favorite song of theirs and to have them play it live and like a 25-minute encore and just fucking rock out. Oh, man, that touched me. And that shit opened me up to so many new fucking musical experiences. Yeah. And I will never... Forget that, my that my jam love. experience. Oh yeah, and literally nothing that Queens of Stone Age has ever put out has been bad to me. And their their sound has changed countless times from their first album to now. It's amazing. I like they are all time number one favorite band. All right. Well, hey, you have another song for them too. Yes, I do. Please. So let's cue that up.
Now, Queens of Stone Age, as I mentioned before, all of their albums have sounded different. This is their newest one, right? Yes. Yeah. And Better Living Through Chemistry, what I played before, uh, was off their third album, I believe. Possibly their, their second. I couldn't tell you. Maddie could tell you. Maddie's a huge Queens of the Stone Age fan. I instantly just gained a lot more respect for Maddie. Not that I didn't have any before, but yeah, I gained save. more. Well done. Yes. <laughs> but yes, this is off their, their new newest album, The Way You Used to Do. And I just wanted to show the change in pace from Better Living Through Chemistry, my all-time number one favorite song, to now. It's two drastically different genres. And that is one of the, the reasons that Queens of Stone Age, if I could have, I would have put them for band I can listen to over and over, uh, band that made me fall in love with music, band changed my life. I mean, band that surprised me. I mean, they, they'd be fucking the entire list for me. Fucking the entire Except list. Except for band I hate and band <laughs> I think is overrated. But because I could only and put except them, for band you wish you had seen live, because you have seen them live, so no, there is no thing. Oh yeah, you're right, band. I should have seen. Gotcha. Mm, good call. Then, now, moving on from Queens of the Stone Age, oh, going yes. from band that changed my life to band that surprised me. I Beirut. have not heard of this band. Oh wait, I'm sorry, I'm playing the wrong song. We'll you go are, to the other song leave later. it. Yeah, we'll play that song later. So, Beirut, this is actually a song or a band that my really good friend Momo introduced me to, who is moving up from Austin back yeah. to the area so the evil friends can continue. Uh -huh. <laughs> but he introduced me to this song, and I believe, I, I don't remember where it was, but we were driving somewhere, and it was probably 10 or 11 p.m. at night, and I remember he just, he put this song on. And he started singing along to it. And we, we had the windows down in the car as we were driving. And this song just fucking hit. It was a lot like the Avett Brothers. Something about this song. And this sound, I would never have given this sound a listen in my life. It's very um, circusy. Yes. But well, it's this song, but yeah. But something about it just fucking, it touched me. It's the big band style of it all. And so... Oh, okay. So they're, they're, they're big band on everything. Oh, dude. Yes. It, I've seen them live now. Okay. Um, once. We were supposed to see them twice. Uh, the, the second band or the second showing didn't happen. But yeah, they it's like an eight-person band and all of them are playing an instrument. And most of them are brass. You would think it would be like a ska band but yeah. you hear the sound hey, now big bad voodoo daddy yeah you hear the sound now it's clearly not yeah so the reason it surprised me is because i didn't think i would enjoy a band like this i yeah. didn't think I, I would fall in love with a band like this but i absolutely love beirut and you would know that because the next song that we're about to play uh a takeaway show right now hold on okay. uh, i, I want to do i want to explain the intro real quick to the there is a youtube channel called a takeaway show where beirut did like six different songs for them where where they will walk around and play songs live acoustically in the streets of france and before they played the song 
Are they are they an international band? Like are they French? Yes. Or okay. not not French but European. Okay. Yeah, yeah. but but they it's walk a lot of languages, but yeah. Yes, fair. Uh but before they they do the song uh the next one, Nantes, uh the way that the lead singer is warming up is ba rum bum bum ba rum bum bum Which may sound some familiar to some people. Yes, to the intro, whoever listened to the intro. Everyone. Everyone should listen to the intro. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, no, the the, the intro to this, like the, the cold open. Yeah, that's what I meant. Okay, yeah. So now, Nantes. And, might I also add, anyone who is friends with me on Facebook, there is a cover the evil friends did of this. Ah, okay. I have posted to my Facebook. Very nice. Yes. It is my my favorite song of Beirut's. And I I cannot get enough of, of this song. And there there is an interesting album that Beirut has put out where they try a lot of like EDM experimental music. Yeah. Yes. Shout out to Vadas. Shout out to Vadas. 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 I got it right. But you fucked up the first time you fucked me up. Now back, me to, now, now back, yeah, back yeah. to Beirut. So they're the band that surprised me. Yes. And they, they opened me up to just such a, a wide genre of fucking music. And I thank you, Momo, because my friends Momo and Ryan, who are my, my bandmates and evil friends, have both introduced me to just such an eclectic taste of music that I yeah. never would have found on my own. I never would have given a shot. And that's the great thing about music. It is an equalizer amongst amongst people. You can find a band that you love. You can find a stranger, introduce them to that band, and they could fucking love it too. They could hate it. You don't know. You Isn't can introduce it, it to a friend. They love it. They hate yeah. it. You don't know. Isn't it amazing the impact of, of music and it, what it does to the psyche and what it does to even your well-being? It's shocking. Yeah. It, it's... It, I... I attribute it akin to something like, you know how if you smell something, it immediately reminds you of a random memory in your past. You have yeah. that memory recall if you smell something. That's I think, music so for I think me. I think a big one from a smell standpoint is rain on a, a concrete sidewalk. See, for me, it's rain on grass. Both of those, very distinct. Yes, very distinct very smells. Very distinct, yeah. But both of them will immediately bring you back to a memory in your lifetime. And for all these songs, I can fucking vividly remember where I heard them for the first time. But I can remember this 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 song, Nantes, where I heard the first time, and La Llorona, the first song by Beirut, exactly where I was. And I can do that with most songs that touch me, that will give me goosebumps. If when I hear them again, when I listen to them again, it immediately will bring me back yeah. to that to that point in my life. Whether it was happy, sad, whatever, immediately will bring back that memory and those feelings. Now, next, next we have my guilty fucking pleasure. Guilty pleasure. My chemical romance. My God. Were you one of those kids? Absolutely not. And that's why this. <laughs> I, mean, I thought we were going that way. That's why this was a guilty pleasure of mine because 
I remember listening to this band in high school and my brother making fun of me for enjoying My Chemical Romance. <laughs> and I also vividly remember listening to My Chemical Romance while playing Battleful Middle Earth 2 on the PC in my brother's room because he was the he was the one of us that, that had a brother at that time. Or not a brother, sorry, I was looking at my beer, that had a computer at that time. Yeah. And so I, I would be playing Battleful Middle Earth 2 in his room while he'd be off doing God knows what. And I would be playing Battlefield Middle Earth 2, listening to My Chemical Romance in headphones on his iPod. And it grew as a guilty pleasure from there. And then I just continued listening to them, continued listening to them. And then when Black Parade came out. That's a big one for them too, I isn't it? thoroughly fucking enjoyed that yeah. album. And I kept this as a guilty pleasure of mine all the way through college. And I didn't let anyone know I enjoyed my couple of romance <laughs> until I got out of college. And then I realized, why the fuck do I care what people think about my musical Own taste? Own it, baby. Who gives a shit? Fucking shred that shit. Like, there is nothing. I, I love MCR. Yeah. There is nothing I listen to now that I would be fucking embarrassed to admit to. So what I would say, um, maybe my aversion to my comical romance is because of that stigma that came along with it. Whenever I was younger, I you that know they were I, strictly I was, emo and only yeah, emos yeah, yeah. listening. And I wasn't to them. a part yeah. of that that um, clique. So that's I was why like, they were guilty pleasure. I hid it, and so I never I never felt that. So I avoided it, and I've avoided it since. And maybe that's just like now subconsciously like now that you're into this listen. like style of music, give it a shot. I think it might fucking surprise you. I again. Maddie, I, I do believe, has enjoyed some of my chemical romance. Yeah, so, give, time, so give them an actual honest-to-gut shot. And I'll, I, I'll listen to anything that she says I that she enjoys and that I should listen to. So, What about me? I just said you should listen to it. She is certainly a higher authority than you are. Let's think about that. Yeah, but I'm giving you a goddamn musical <laughs> suggestion right now, right here. I don't know who you are. You're a stranger. God damn it. <laughs> So I don't have much for my comic romance other yeah. than the fact that they were just a guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah. And you know what? I still, they're not a guilty pleasure anymore. I openly enjoy my comic there romance. You go. But it fits the mold. So yeah, go for it. Yeah, absolutely. So the band I should have seen by now. Weezer. Oh, man. Topical for us, dude. Now. Oh, my God. They're so good. Now, this is a band that bitch ruined for me. Absolutely. And I, I apologize for that. I mean, but, you should not have done that. But this was another band that my brother introduced me to and that we would listen to on road trips. Like, they have enough songs for a road trip. Yes. And we, it would always be the Blue Album. It would always be... Which is what we're listening to yes, now. Holiday off the Blue Album. And it, yeah. would always be all, it would always be the Blue Album. And I fucking love this album. And I love most of their albums. But fuck me, the band is ruined for me. And that's why I wish I'd seen them by now. I wish that I'd seen them So before. you have some kind of moment to latch yes, on Yes, I, I wish that yeah. I'd seen them before Bitrus sucked a dude's dick during the concert. Oh, my God. The, the butterfly effect of that moment has completely derailed your enjoyment of That's a of this great band. way of phrasing it. It's a fucking butterfly effect. Uh, you know what I'm I'm a wordsmith. No big deal. I mean, it's 
And I love this song. Nothing will ever ruin Holiday for me. Holiday is a fucking perfect song. Yeah, Just like song. Only in Dreams. There's, Both there's of them, a, yeah, there's perfect a, songs. There's a lot of great, I don't know. Island in the Sun is another one for me that's like. That's Green Album. I know, I'm not saying just blue album. I'm just saying we oh, songs. Oh, and yeah. trust me, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we, they have a, a huge number of great songs. Yeah. But that's really all I've got to say about Weezer because I just, I don't Yeah, thanks, care. bitch. Thanks, yeah, bitches. You just, fucked it up. I should have seen them. And I bet they, they put on a great show whenever the lead singer is not drunk off his ass on stage. Is Rivers drunk a lot? Uh, there are plenty of shows where Rivers has gone on stage and forgotten the lyrics because he was too drunk. Oh, my God. Rivers, no. Now, yes. hey, now, shout out to Rivers. Rivers Cuomo is a TikTok star. But he does it in such a way that it's like it's is not. He really? He is, but he's not doing it in the way that's like, oh, my God, he's on TikTok. It's he's doing stuff that's subversive to the the general norm of TikTok, hmm. so it, it's enjoyable TikToks. It is it's good. Like you know, like if you ever seen a good Vine, have you seen good vines? I don't know what Vine okay, is. Okay, fuck you. Okay, he makes good videos of short reviewing. Okay, he makes some good ones. Okay, well, good on him. I mean, yeah. the dude has written over like five hundred songs that haven't been recorded. I mean, he's just prolific. He's insane. He's insane. Yes, he doesn't stop. He's a goddamn machine. Yeah. So like you, you're a machine. I am a machine. Uh, <laughs> now on like to <laughs> the last topic. Great band to see live. This is the billing office for Tri City Medical Center. Calling for Jason Ross. Jason Ross. And you know what? This would be a lot of people who would say this is their guilty pleasure. Tell me you know. I am. Maybe you not, might not like this uh, association that I do with it. I've heard he's amazing live. Kind of what you're, why he's part of your your list, and I'll explain why. In too. much, yeah, and you'll explain why. But in much the same way as like um, John Mayer's is amazing live, while like John Mayer might get like some shit for kind of how he is and he's a shitty person. You mean but, how he but, whisper sings? But when he plays live, he's kind of like that Jack White. Guitar oh, virtuoso yeah, kind of guy. Don't get me wrong; he is actually genuinely considered one of the top five guitarists in the world. Yeah. So, but with Jason Mraz, I've heard a lot of the same stuff. Like I've heard he's he, and it's not just like okay, here are my songs. I'm going to play them now. He's a he's a jam band kind of guy who just goes off the fucking map um, with his fucking um, scatting. Yes, he does that, and he also has beautiful operatic singing. Which is not something a lot of people are aware of that haven't listened to a lot he of looks Jason like, Mraz. Um, uh, was it Thomas Middleditch? <laughs> I guess he does. I think he does. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe I'm forgetting what he looks like. I'm just filling in with Thomas Middleditch. I think that's exactly what you're doing. Now let me explain why <laughs> I, I okay. think he Suggs, is. I need to hear from you, please. He is a, a great band yeah. to see live. So when I saw him, it was right after he put off the album We Dance, or We Sing, We Dance, We Steal Things, which is the album that I'm Yours famously comes off of. Okay, yeah. I fucking hate that song. It's overplayed. Yeah. But it was right after he, he put that out. And I'll never forget, I went to go see this, uh, go see him live with two of my buddies. It was right after Saul 5 came out. And we went to go see Saw 5 in theaters. And then we went to go see Jason Mraz live. Now, whenever we went to go see him live, he had 
a 30-piece band behind him. Oh, my God. Yes, and he was just on a massive stage that had a massive fucking rug across it. The entire band, barefoot. There are cameras all over. Fucking hippies. Like, all over from every point of the stage. And there were times that he would just, like, look up at a different camera, stop the music, and just look up and be like, hey, can y'all see me? And he would just, like, point up and just, like, wave. And then, you know, the, the crowd uh, the crowd would go. So relatable. The crowd would go nuts, and then they'd go right back into it. There were parts where he would have the left half of the, the crowd doing something, the right half of the crowd doing something else, and he'd have the whole stadium singing something at the same time, but different parts, like three yeah. different parts going that fit beautifully. Kind of like, um, what's his name? Don't Worry, Be Happy. Uh, Bobby McFerrin. Yeah, Bobby McFerrin would do that with his audience yes. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was doing that exact thing. Wow, that's impressive. And I mean, it was the most energetic, lively, amazing fucking show. I mean, it was gorgeous start to finish. And there were, there were times he would ask that every other person in the stadium uh, put their their flashlight on, and then a camera behind the stage would just be scanning the crowd, and it would look like a fucking starry sky Whoa. while he's singing, and it would just be on this giant screen behind him. So romantic, and it was just, it was one of the best fucking shows I ever went to. But I could never see him now because I don't like his his fucking last three albums. He sold out. Uh, he went the full "I'm Yours" route. Could it be like though that like he he you can still go see him live just because of how talented he is, just kind of flat out? If he okay, he actually did do a tour recently. It was a purely acoustic tour, and it was to bars that held no more than five hundred people. Okay, and it was just straight up. A, so that's not like that's it was, not disappointing. It was straight up acoustic, and it was with him and his buddy Toka Rivera. That he has been making music with since he or since before he became famous. And it was before he he became famous with Waiting for a Rocket to Come that came out in 2002. He'd been putting up music with Toko Rivera uh-huh. since like 1998, 1999. They've been they've yeah, been how doing old is Jason Moraz. He's just one of those people that's gonna be perpetually like young. Pretty much, yes. Okay. And so Give I him mean, a John Wick movie. Yes. <laughs> and so he he and Toka recently did this tour of nothing but small bars that they did nothing but acoustic shows you weren't allowed to bring your phone to. I wanted to go to it so bad. $400 fucking dollars a ticket. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I have paid that much for a ticket once in my Whoa. life ever. And my brother and I split the cost, and it was to send our parents to go see Don Henley for its 70th, for its 70th birthday show. At the AAC. Worth it. Yes, because we got them four seats. Don Henley will not make either of our lists. but No. Sadly. Even in the Eagles capacity, this is weird, but Dirty Laundry solo song, great song. Absolutely. Don Henley, fucking fantastic. That's the end of my list. And now- Wait, hold on. You have one more song. Oh, that's right for Jason Mraz. I figured since I was done talking. Hmm. Yeah, Jason Mraz. Now, this is older Jason Mraz uh, than what I played When he didn't have a ukulele or a mandolin. I don't know what it is. Ukulele. Okay. This is an older song. Uh, The uh, previous album from Before We Sing, We Dance, We Steal Things, Mr. A to Z, which I think is an infinitely better album than what made him actually popular. 
This uh, song is on there. It is called Please Don't Tell Her. It is a fantastic fucking song. The entire album is easily worth the listening to. And if you are at all interested, you should definitely take a gander at Mr. A to Z by Jason Mraz. Wow, what a great radio moment for you. And now it's time for an ad break. Time for an ad break. I'm going to stop playing music and we're going to do an ad. Thank you for listening to the Adam and Andy podcast. Proudly supported, allegedly. Kind of. By Fall Guys. Ultimate Knockdown. Ultimate Knockdown. Yeah. Is that the full title? I I believe so, yes. Because Fall Guys is a different game and they made Fall Guys Ultimate Knockdown. Are you serious? Yes. Is it is it kind of like um, Fortnite in that sense, where initially when Fortnite came out, it's supposed to be a survival game? No. Uh, Fall Guys uh, came out as like a different game, which had like the same mechanics of like you running around, jumping, doing all kinds of weird shit. And then they made Fall Guys Ultimate Knockdown. Okay. Great ad. <laughs> Clearly. Um, but Andy and I both love Fall Guys. Um, we both got it on our free download on uh, PS Plus. Yes, um, not and if from you a, missed it, I believe it's now $20. It is now $20, which it is the, as you stated, and I think it's true, um, mm-hmm. the most downloaded game in PlayStation history. Yes, and it 100% deserves that place 100%. in history. Because I think, honestly, I think the reason being, there's no chat parties. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I, like I mean, you're not on. getting you yelled at by children. You're not getting on there, and there's some fucking kid saying, "Hey, get fucked, noob! I'm yeah. I'm, one, I'm grabbing this crown. Yeah, I'm gonna grab you and toss you off the edge. Fall into that slime, old man. <laughs> ah. Now, one of the reasons I love this game so much is because it's like uh, the show Wipeout, if you remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Wipeout in a video game form with little, like, little beans. Little bean mans. Yeah, and there are countless costumes you can have. One that I'm uh, personally working up to is the fact that you can be Gordon Freeman from Half-Life. Oh, I didn't know that. I was yeah. about to say the hot dog because I have the hot dog now. No, you Maybe can, you have the hot dog. I don't know. I do. And and yeah. you can even have the little goatee that oh, Gordon Freeman has. That's so cool. Wait, yeah. Is that season two or you buy that one? Uh, I think it's one that you earn with crowns. Oh, yes. Okay. Well, yeah. you've won once. Yes. I've Only won one once. time. I've won once. Yes, and it's very hard to win. Um, well, let's let's do, let's do the business side of this. Um, mm. Download Fall Guys. Um, I think either on PC or PlayStation. Yes, um, it's a lot of fun. Um, a lot of people are playing it right now. I foresee it maybe making that kind of same trajectory as Fortnite, where it gets a lot of sponsorships and you can you can you can certainly see that with the costumes. It's going to be that uh, well, and they they just got like a one point four million dollar. A, like charity bid for a personalized costume. Oh, yeah, that just happened like two weeks ago. Let's um, let's get a Doug Bobby costume in there. Mm. Can can the suds, all my suddies, um, raise <laughs> one more four million dollars? Get Doug Bobby into Fall Guys. That would be a wild turn of events. I would never change my character's costume. Well, you couldn't. Yeah, because I'm Doug Bobby. So. Yeah. You would have to, to to stay as Doug Bobby in Fall Guys. 
I mean, I'm I'm Doug Bobby behind Fall Guys. This is a fair point. And That's this right. has been an ad read. This has been an ad read for, for Fall, Guys. Fall Guys Ultimate That's right. Knockdown. Um, and now we're getting into the Adam portion of the music survey. In fact, we are. And Adam's first thing that he has to answer is band that I hate. Well, and that's the band that I hate. Yes. So that band is... Just a young gun with the quick fuse. Oh, boy. An immediate energy suck, man. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I, I say it's an immediate energy suck. My dad fucking loves this oh, song. Oh, no. <laughs> My dad loves this song. Wait, this song or the band? This song. Okay, okay. I don't, think okay he's, I don't think he's ever heard another song by this band. And you know what? My niece loves this too because my dad loves it, and yeah. they will dance around together to this song. Okay, well maybe he loves it because she loves it. I no, it she a, loves it because he loves okay, it. Okay, fine. She's fine. not even four. She doesn't have that clarification yet. Um, the band but is Imagine Dragons. Um, I might as well just go ahead and say it. we didn't say that yet. Um, I think that they are. It's weird to say modern day Nickelback. Nickelback's still modern day, but I don't know about that. I don't know if modern. I, I mean, I I've heard know, of the distinction. I've, I, I don't have. know if Nickelback is modern day Nickelback anymore. Nickelback is considered old now. They, I mean, they accept the meme too. Oh, they do. Absolutely, yeah. they do. But they, I think they. Imagine Dragons does not accept the meme. Well, no, because Imagine Dragons sells shit out worldwide. Yeah. Okay. But I, well, I can easily accept this band as I hate. a band that you hate. The band that I hate, and I. I hate giving them airtime. Now, this next one might surprise a few people. So the next one, this is apparently a band that he hates is short. He doesn't want to give it any fucking airtime. But the next one, band that he thinks is overrated. Some people are going to hurt from this. I might hear some mean messages. Oh, okay. It took me a second All through right. the opening. There we go. I, I think Madonna is overrated. Um, I feel like Madonna is in the same category as Michael Jackson, honestly. Both of them are very fucking overrated. Uh, and Madonna nowadays... Whole, I, I mean, Madonna looks like a Chinese sex doll. I think... Okay, so in my mind, Michael Jackson is much further <laughs> ahead of Madonna... With Madonna, it's, I don't know. Maybe she played the system a little bit, right? The, with her sex oh, she, appeal, dude, right? she definitely did. That's um, the only reason. Especially in what, like, um, I don't remember what year it was, but when her and Britney Spears kissed during the Venom uh, Yeah, the, it might be in, like, VMAs, 2000 or 2001. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah. But, I mean, the only reason that happened was so that people would still think Madonna is sexy. And she's not. Yeah. And she's never been. She looks like a, a fucking white trash princess. I mean, there is one song that I'll get down to. I'm not going to play it now since I'm saying she's overrated. Hey, dude, I thought Michael Jackson was overrated and I brought up Man in the Mirror. Well, we didn't play it either, so. But no. Okay. That? So what, what, what song of hers do you actually enjoy? Oh, man. I, you know, and honestly, too, I don't even like, I don't know the name of the song. I just know the beat. You just know the beat. So the, what's what's uh, the beat? Do it off beat. your memory right now. Uh, as you look for it. Okay, it's like um. 
Oh, yeah, okay. Um, hey, Mr. DJ, put the record on. I want to dance with my baby. I Maybe it's that. I don't know. I can almost guarantee you, off of what you just did, <laughs> it's, hey, Mr. DJ. So if you want to hear DJ? look up, hey, Mr. DJ Madonna, I can almost guarantee you it's that song. Mr. DJ. Um, oh, there's no Madonna popping up. There's Zane. Really? There is Zane. Dude, I vividly remember seeing that on... Uh, MTV back when they actually still played music. So I might be wrong. And for Maybe that, there's a song called music. That might be it. Okay. It's starting the right way. I want to dance with my baby. No, not this song. No, no, no. I don't like this song. It's not that one. It's not this song. No. Huh. I'll, okay. um, I'll need to look it up. Maybe the suds can help me out here. I, so, um, on, what was the beat again for the suds? Is that Madonna or Cher? It's not Cher. Maybe it's someone else. Are you sure it's, it's not, not Cher? Cher? It's not Cher, no. Because Cher is... Um, uh, um, do you believe in yeah, no, I, I know what Cher's done. Okay. But she's done sure. other shit, and it sounds... <laughs> that might be Cher. I don't think it's Cher. I don't think it's Cher. I don't know. That might be. It's the music video where Madonna's in the back of a limo wearing a cowboy hat. I'm pretty sure that's, hey, Mr. DJ, put I, the record on. I want to dance with my not, baby. It's not that song. No. I'm almost fucking positive. Can we stop talking about the overrated Madonna? Okay, fine. Let's talk about the band you think is underappreciated then. A hundred percent it is this band. Mmm. Okay. Okay. I can get behind this. It was early morning yesterday. I was actually falling down. Um, I can get behind that 100%. It is 100%. Super Tramp, which yeah. who has a weird name. I get that. I understand that, dude. That that name turned me off from Supertramp for a long fucking time. They have a they. So the weird thing about Supertramp is they have a lot of really great hits. Um, but no one no one knows the names. No one knows the names. Um, and it's guess, like Steely Dan. Steely Dan has a ton of great hits. No one knows that it's fucking Steely Dan. Though. I mean, I do. Oh. My, my mom raised me right. Um, okay, know you know what? Know Shout out to you. Adam, uh, yeah. Papa Adam, or Mama Adam. <laughs> well, yeah, hey, my dad likes Tilly Dan, too, so yeah, sure. Hey, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> shout out to y'all, Mama and Papa hey, Adam. Yeah. Um, no, but with Super Tramp, it's, and I, I was reading a, a little, like, little thread on Reddit for a while, kind of about Super Tramp and why they're not, they, hey, they are not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. No, they're not. Um, and a lot of it's kind of attributed to, they only have, I guess, two good albums. And that's why. But I don't know, because you, know, you have you have Devo in, and it's not because Devo only has one good song. What are you about to say against Devo? Well, Devo has a few good songs. Um, but can you say they have more than two good albums? I don't know. No. No, so, I can't. Now that I'm thinking about it, no. Um, now, with Supertramp, I mean, I actually have, an, I have another song. God, this song is so good. God, I, it really is. And there's a, there's a whole part of the song, song at the very end of it where... Um, 
they just fucking go wild on their whatever synthesizer. Oh my god! I mean, they have two front, two lead singers. Um, yeah. This this one guy here with the falsetto. I mean, he had so many different songs. He hits this song right here. Mm. Oh my god, it's so good. immediately hits right off the bat. Take a look at my girlfriend. So, um, one thing I didn't know, um, Maddie actually told me about this, is that, um, I think it was Fallout Boy, no, or Panic at the Disco, they did a, a, a somewhat cover of the song, but they incorporated the music into one of their own songs. Okay. Um, I didn't know that. So whenever I played this song for her one time, she's like, oh, wow, this is Panic at the Disco. I don't know. I've never listened to either of those bands. You've listened to... Oh, oh wait. You've never listened to Fall Out Boy? No. I know a Fall Out Boy. I know, like, a song of theirs. A um, song? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I've never, I've never, ever, like, actively looked up Fall Out Boy or Panic at the Disco. Can I, can I play real quick Fall Out Boy? It's, not on my list. But probably I'm, the song that I know, but go for it. It's their big song. It is their big song. Um, I mean, I mean, I enjoy this song. Let's see. This is the music episode of the podcast. It is. So I might as well just fucking do it, right? It can't hurt. I think it's this one. I don't, I'm not really good with titles, but we'll go. Nope. Nope, not that one. Not that one. No, definitely this one. I think it's this one, yeah. I'm going down, down, and then I'll lay around. That one. Wait, man, I really suck at this. No, it was, it was, was it that? We're going down, down, and then I'll lay around. Because I'm trying to remember the goddamn door. Wait. I'm sorry. Pause it. Wow, there's so much going what? on here. What? Hey, hold on. What? What was? What were the lyrics you just said? Something about goddamn doors. Uh, That's Panic do- of the Disco. What? Yes. Oh my God. Am I gonna be embarrassed? I, I promise you. That's Panic of the Disco. Am I gonna be embarrassed? I. Oh, no. I can fucking guarantee you. Panic oh, at the Disco. No. Song titles. Um, well, there's High Hopes. It's not that one. No. It's me featuring... No. Okay. I write sins, not tragedies. Hey, I look, think it, Ma, I made it. Was you I write sins, not tragedies? I think it might be that one. Yes. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. Fucking panic at the disco. I'll just keep playing because I'm, I'm so wrong. I'm going to be lambasted for this mistake. <sighs> Well, I don't think you should be because both bands suck. Hey, there you go. Hey, wait, you're saying that, Mr. My Chemical Romance, but... Yeah, but that's not your fucking guilty pleasure, is it? They both suck. We will get to that, won't we? Oh, absolutely we will. But now is a much more important band. What is it? You're damn right. Band I love. be honest with you fucking rush baby can i be honest with you you hate rush no, no i don't hate rush i've okay. never understood rush 
I, I do not take away from their musical abilities at yeah. all in the, the slightest bit. It, they're referred to as the trifecta. Uh, I, I know that. Thanks. I love you, man. But I have never understood the love for Rush. Well, obviously mine is is fed by a, well, a national pride. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But and it, and explain it, to me why they're called the trifecta. Do you know? Well, it's a three-man band. Okay. So it's Geddy Lee, who's on, he's the front man and also the bassist. And also you have Alex Lifeson, who's a great guitarist. And then backed up by the songwriter, primary songwriter, who I was bringing up before is the greatest Canadian songwriter, Neil Peart, and also mm-hmm. obviously the greatest drummer of all time. Now, the fun Rest fact. Rest I made a video about this. I love the man. Well, if they don't watch Doug Bobby, yeah. rest in peace. Oh. Rest in peace. Absolutely. The one thing I brought up, um, and it's the interesting thing about this song, Neil Peart's not an original member of the band. And this was their big Wait, hit. What? Really? Yeah. This is their big hit. Actually, that got caught on in um, oh, uh, Cleveland radio. Um, okay. And, you know, it got them a little bit of acclaim. Um, and the drummer at the time uh, left the band and they needed a new drummer, so then they found Neil. Um, so this is the studio version of Working Man. Neil is not on this recording. Huh. That's right. I had no idea. I, I thought he was like an original founding member. He was not. But he um he joined the band and fucking they lucked out, didn't they? They found the greatest yeah, no drummer shit. of all time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow, you I mean you literally hit the lottery. I mean you you could have been something of, of some kind of ilk of some kind of one hit wonder in the seventies, but no, then you all of a sudden you find this amazing artist. It's like the plot of the movie Rock Band where they find Mark Wahlberg and he's just as good of a singer. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, I it, it's, it's Neil it, Peart. I, I don't think it's called Rock Band. It's called um, Rockstar. I think it's Rockstar. Yeah, that's is it, it Rockstar? Okay. Yeah, because like, no. You okay. knew what let's, I was let's going Let's talk for, about though. the plot of Rockstar. So the guy was a fucking lead singer of this this hair metal band, um, and while he was singing, all of a sudden uh, he noticed Mark Wahlberg, who was a lead singer of a cover hair metal band of their solo work. <laughs> He he notices Mark Wahlberg up in the audience out singing him, and he's like he like he sings it. Stand up, stand up, stand up, and let it out. This white rapper that beat to death a Vietnamese man is out singing (laughs) me. Oh God! Oh man! It took a while. We got here though. Yeah. could fucking go on about rush um and i think i would eat up so much time they were so they are the band that i grew up listening to they're the band i still listen to today uh, i even showed you sent you the stat and you didn't even mention it too so you're in the top two percent for um for uh radiohead for radiohead listeners yeah. and i'm in the top two percent for rush listeners too which honestly i was shocked i wasn't in the top one percent for radiohead yeah, I, mean, I was kind of fucking disappointed and there are other fans should be, I guess bigger so. than bigger than Maybe me. It's those people that will travel around the world and see them at concerts. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. yeah um, but no, I, I fucking love rush. And I, I, of course I was incredibly saddened by the, the passing of Neil. Um, Doug Bobby's fault. <laughs> it's not Doug Bobby's fault. <laughs> um, but no, give him a listen. I, I, they have a lot of weird tracks. They have a lot of interesting tracks. What would you recommend uh, to the listener like me who just doesn't understand Rush? 
I mean, what I would say is, you know, if you want it, and now you're kind of, I don't know, you, I want to say alternative, but if you want to really get into it, uh, if you have kind of more alternative of a, is a really good description. Yeah, I would say yeah. So then you can even you can get in with uh, Spirit of the Radio. That kind of starts off a little bit with a, a lighter guitar or maybe an acoustic standpoint mm-hmm. um, coming in. Um, also, too, uh, Limelight's a great song that you can get into as well. Um, Limelight now, is, I do enjoy Limelight. But then you can get into the weird stuff. You start talking about like, the trees, uh, and it starts singing about, learning the maples. They start singing about the war of trees in a forest. It's like, they get really weird. Um, that's pretty weird. But, I mean, this is the band that's like the, the king of, of like nerd groups, right? The, the, sure. This yes, is, this absolutely. Is yes. Absolutely the peak. Um, but no, please, sir. What is our next uh, entry? The next one is band Adam can listen to over and over again. God damn it! Did you did you fuck this up? No, this is him. Oh, okay. This, I, this is it. Okay. The way you, you said, God damn it, I was like, oh no. Mm. You're so ambitious for a juvenile But if you're so smart Tell me why you're still so afraid mm-hmm. mm. Where's the fire? What's the story about? God damn it You put it up before you put it out But it is so much to lose And only so many hours in the day Hey my god fucking billy joel ain't nothing wrong with billy fucking joel um i really couldn't and i i, I know a couple of um billy joel songs on piano too Ooh. um so i it's very limited but i, I can play some of his songs the fact you can play any piano is impressive um, can i play it at the same uh, you no, know, no mastery that he can no yeah. he's he's incredible and one of the things too he has very short fingers um, he, he's, Ooh, he's got the fat sausage fingers. He's got like little I fat do. sausage fingers, but yeah. he can fucking slap octaves down like no one's business. It's it's incredible. Um, that shit's talent, right? So there. what I'll say is, and I, this is another band where I can go on forever about Billy Joel. Um, I would say um, this is an artist that really brings my mom and I together. Mm-hmm. Um, she fervently loves Billy Joel and everything that he's done, and she can. Uh, my mom's an incredible pianist. Um, you know, I can't play as much as she can, but we were able to share the the moment of of going to see Billy Joel live whenever oh. he came to Dallas. Maddie came along too, and she actually has a big love for uh, Billy Joel too. Um, Maddie and, has a fucking shocking range of musical she, taste. Yeah, she's all over the place um, in in the best way. I wish I could see her goddamn results to the music <laughs> survey. We're working on it, um, but are like, we? What? Are we, Maddie? I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. We will. But what I'll say about Billy Joel is um, <laughs> we went to the concert and, you know, he he's even spoken openly about not being able to sing uh, an octave higher. So Any, he has to go anyone down. Anyone that age that's been doing yeah, this for this long. You have pressing, to go down in order to keep up. Elton pressing John's, his voice Elton for John's that long? Too. Yeah. Um, you but, honestly but can't. But he hold had it. Him. He still had it. He was still playing the piano for the group, um, and he was still singing. And it was still Billy Joel. It was incredible, absolutely incredible to see him. Was he like what? I mean, was he doing fucking crazy stuff at the concert? No. Yeah. But it fucking hit. 
you know? And he has so many different songs. I mean, he has a lot of albums that may not have hit, but he has songs that fucking hit so hard. Sure. Um, I mean, I could listen to him constantly. You know, you want to get really weird. Okay, yeah, this is more traditional from the stranger, you know, hearing like piano and stuff. Then you hear something like fucking pressure. It's like, you know, it's, he's all over the place. You want to hear rock and roll? He can do fucking, I don't know, ain't rock and roll to me. You want to hear something a little more poppy? Uptown Girl. I don't care. People make fun of that, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's better. I, I really enjoy it. I love Billy Joel. I love, love, love Billy Joel. Hey, you know, a lot of time you can define people with their artists of the t-shirts that they own. I own two Billy Joel shirts. Nice. Bought at the same concert. Damn right. <laughs> That's a good damn concert yeah, right there. It's a great concert. So now I'm assuming the next one that you would like me to get to is band that made Adam fall in love with music. Oh, okay. This is this is a big one for a lot of people. Mm. Fucking Zeppelin. We are just jamming over here right now. Oh, yeah. Mm. Fucking Led Zeppelin. How, what, what can you not say about them in the same vein as the Beatles, right? Oh, absolutely. They are unbelievably talented. Um... Can I do all the members? Let's see. Okay. Robert Good Plant. Good luck. Robert Plant. I always forget the guitarist, even though he's my favorite member. Oh, my God. Okay, let me go. Oh, I'll come back to him. Yeah. Um, Robert Plant, John Paul Jones, John Bonham, and... God damn it. How Someone I, else. I always forget the guitarist, and he's the best player. He's the best member of the band. This is embarrassing now. Um, holy shit. Okay, you know, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up so everyone at home can respect his name. Uh, uh, Zeppelin guitarist. Oh, I'm gonna uh, Jimmy Page. Oh my god, I fucking hate that. I keep forgetting that. What I wanted. Um, oh, give me one of those Zeppelin. Okay. Continue. But what I, I mean, what I'll say about Led Zeppelin is, I mean, they cover so many bases. And kind of what we talked about before, too, with, like, um, the Beatles covering a metal side of it. Um, Zeppelin covers that, too. And they go pretty hard. Jimmy Page does a lot of that um, crazy fucking guitar stuff. Um, I mean, illustriously, too, he was always on stage with a, a, you know, a two-neck guitar that he'd fucking just rip on. And he had John Bonham, who was always considered the, the the hardest drummer in rock and roll where he would fucking beat the fuck out of a snare drum and everything else on the set. I know Robert Plant's even still active today too. He's still singing. Um, is he really? He is still singing. He still sounds very similar. I mean, you obviously have some of that kind of old man sound to it, but sure. Um, That'll happen with age. But I mean, they have so many songs and, and another one too. Like, so this one's a little more funky. They're very heavily inspired by blues, but sometimes too, they get a little more folky because that's a lot of their albums. I mean, they even fucking sang about Lord of the Rings, right? They love yep. Lord of the Rings. Um, but here's a little song that's like a little bit softer. So good. I do love the song. Mm. That spin the guitar right there. 
he's kind of um, and, and I'm very embarrassed that I forgot his name earlier. But Jimmy Page is is kind of that um, George Harrison virtuoso. He can play anything. Yeah. Um, could he sing like George Harrison? No. So that's where the George George Harrison's a peck buff. Yes. Um, but no, Jimmy Page was was like next level. One of the things or the marks against the band that they had. Um, and their popularity was that Jimmy Page used to do um, Black Magic, and that was one of the reasons why they got so popular and and, and why um, really they had this certain sound that um, that young kids kind of latched onto is because they were they were involved in the dark magic uh, to do that. Yeah, really interesting stuff. But um, yeah, to answer that question, I will listen. I I've been asking the question. You know, if you go to a if you're on an, an island. You, yes. you only get one artist's discography. Who do you take? I'm taking Zeppelin because they cover so many bases, uh, and it's so good. Like that's a really good throughout. good way to to look at that. You know, what could you listen to over and over again? And the you know, if you're gonna be on a deserted island, that's woodly. Yeah, what you're going that, to be that doing answers the question, right? Who who are you okay with taking the the, the discography for? Some people might say like Nirvana. That's a really short discography. Yeah, what what is that like? Th- that's two, three albums that's, that's at max, enough. and they have like two two great albums, and they had ten good songs. Well, how about this? One amazing album, one great album. I mean, okay, maybe? One, how about this? One amazing album, one good album. Okay, yes. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Um. So that's the band that you would listen to over and over again. Yeah, absolutely. This one might surprise people. Maybe not. I don't know. But the we'll band see. that made Adam fall in love with music. This one, if if my brother's listening, that's not part of the song. That was Andy. You're you're Lane Staley. Wow. I'll take it. Wow. Here we go. We're about to do it now. This is Adam. God, I love this fucking song. Um, I could have done so much more mm. with Alice in Chains. Um, you, I mean, there is so much good shit. Um, I, I think even you could say, like, you know, they're the underappreciated band of the 90s. Maybe. Yeah. Okay, no, they're definitely up there. But, yeah. I mean, who else would be more underappreciated? I don't know. I don't know. Some people could be like, you could dig a little deeper on Soundgarden. I don't know. Maybe Soundgarden's a little more appreciated. I've sure. always held Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, equal footing. Um, but the reason I put them for the, the band that helped me fall in love with music is um, it's a distinct memory, you know, when I'm like four or five. Oh, yes, please. And, you know, freshly moved to Georgia just out of Canada. Um, and I remember like at times my dad would be driving um, Clayton and I around. And this is why I mentioned Clayton earlier. You know, he he loves this band too. Like passionately loves this band. Anyone who does is passionate. Um, there's no yeah, like, in yeah, between. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's no one who hears this band is like, I mean, they're okay. Yeah, this this band it's is either amazing. like, fuck Alice in Chains or... Fuck yeah, Allison Chains. They there is are no truly amazing. Yeah. Um. So I, and I remember distinct times too, like driving around. Um. 
in our, our new area in Georgia. And <laughs> oddly enough, my dad taking us to Chick-fil-A. Um, <laughs> but hearing this song on the radio, um, and, and at that time, I mean, this song was only a couple or a few years old. So this is yeah. still a pretty new song when I heard it. Um, and just, just fucking how dirty this song Dude, is. It is fucking. Well, it is so grungy. It, it's like it's that weird. Like it's so grungy, but it's almost like bluesy too. And it just kind of like pulls you in, which kind of like drags the notes along. And then like Lane Steely with how angry he is in delivering the vocals. It's just so fucking good. It's. Fucking phenomenal. And like, this is even before I could even dive into more of Allison Chains and their other other songs. It's just just like. Well, that would say that's that's just a good dad. It's it is a good dad. Dive into more. Because like the other band I could have included here too, um, while I, maybe not as impactful, but still like at you know close enough footing is like. Um, my God, how am I forgetting now? I just I had them. I don't oh, know oh, how to Offspring. help you here. Offspring was another band. Oh, that I was dude. Like, that's pretty close to that too. Where like I heard it, it basically around the time their songs came out was when I heard Gotta them. Gotta keep them separated. And I again, but they they're different. Like so, Allison Chains is more grungy, and you have it more like dragged out sound. But Absolutely. Offspring is more like that. Bah, bah, rock, it's really quick. They're, they're um, like rock rap, if you will. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not so much in a. Uh, Migos um, kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say like Faith No More, but you know, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Migos. Uh, but no, yeah. So those bands at the time in the nineties, whenever I was growing up and you know, a really young kid, yeah, um, made a huge impact on me. So um, you know, thank you to those bands. Fucking thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, there there are so many, so many bands that have made people fall in love with music, but there are not that many bands that will make people or that will change people's lives. Oh, I'm very excited for this. And one. what is the band that changed Adam's life? Let me say this before I hit it. We'll shut up for about 30 seconds, okay? Mm, I'm for it. Back in the days when I was a teenager Before I had status and before I had a pager You can find the abstract, listening to hip-hop My pops used to say, it reminded him of bebop I said, but daddy, don't you know when things go in cycles Ways everybody back then was just amping like Michael It's for respecting, things are overlooking If you got the money, quest is for the booking Fucking tribe! God damn! Mm. Complete subversion from what's going on right now I Never love like a tribe called fucking Quest. I love tribes so much. So we have so talked much. about we have talked about a tribe called Quest a lot. We have. Um, I God, talked about before so the the rap groups in the on I'm the Mount Rushmore. You didn't, you didn't pick the the song we've we've talked about oh, a no, lot. Okay, that's what I thought. Next, that's what next. I didn't want to ruin it. Um. This this group is on the the rap Mount Rushmore. Um, Easily, they they are the the kings of that New York underground sound. Like they, what they were able to accomplish, the sounds they brought in, how like true they are to not even just like rap, but like fucking poetry, right? Yes. Like what they are producing is art. It's not just music. It's art, and it's so fucking good. Oh my god, I could just go on about them. They they a pair of Nike size ten and a half. 
They're just like, <laughs> oh my god, that is so good. And it's like, I don't know, this fucking little white kid that from see, Canada that grew up in Georgia, he just has this emotional connection to see, fucking Tribe Paul's Quest. This is the shit I wanted when thinking about this entire episode is what fucking draws people to music? What oh what what do God. you connect to? This is the shit I wanted. I, I remember um so the the time that they really made an impact on me was in high school. Um and so I I wasn't I you know I was interested in some rap music. I wasn't like huge on it. I, I listened to some run DMC, I listened I, to some honestly, little lane. It was kind of all over the place. I can't right? remember what started me in a rap. Um but what what the fucking hook was was this song. Right? That's your mm. that's your initial song. And then all of a sudden you just funk it up. Mm. And then all of a sudden this hits. I see this a lot on like um five out of five songs that, that bands have produced on like Reddit threads. Oh absolutely. This is on there every single time. Yes you can. Um you know, I love, I love this fucking song so, I, I so love damn much. So many of the songs that other bands have produced that we've listed before. Of all the bands, of everything that they've produced, this is the best song I've heard in my entire life. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. This is the best song I've heard in my entire life. So this is your number one. This is my number one. I can listen to this nonstop. I can fucking respect that. Same as Better Living Through Chemistry, my number one. And this is like, this is completely different. I mean, obviously there's the Lou Reed part of it too, but um, I could listen, you know, and that might be the, the, the distinction or where it comes in and relates to me. But it's so unbelievably good. It, it really is. It's not a dirty song. There's no. no swearing in it at all. It's just... It's fly, man. It just, it just feels it's good. It's good. It's it's an upbeat hip hop song, and you know you can't call it rap. It's hip hop. No, this is hip hop. Yeah, this ain't rap. Yeah, this is hip hop. It's hip hop. Um, and it, you know, there's a there's a big thing, and you know, I, I've kind of I haven't really read much on it, but I've I've list or I've watched a lot of um documentaries. It sounds fucking you know. I've watched documentaries on it, but you know, it's people talking about the Brooklyn scene. And the underground scene and what that rap um, culture meant, and it's like tribe represents that, but they represent the, also the hopeful part of it too. They represent the angry part in some areas, but they also represent the the positive that comes in that community. Shout out to fucking Black Lives Matter, right? Because that's that's what they're about too. Yeah, <laughs> it's like holy shit, it's, it's so good. Absolutely, man. I don't want to move away from this, but I know we have to. Oh we God. do. Okay, and well, this is a big one coming that up. That was the, the oh band that, that, uh, that changed your life. Changed my life. If you haven't now, heard what about, in Passion Expression, that's that's it right there. Now, what about the band that surprised you? This is the one. <laughs> this is the one. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Somebody <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, is this a joke? <laughs> uh oh, Adam. 
Did you hear Smash Mouth do the national anthems at game two of the Stanley Cup finals? No, I didn't hear that. Honestly, it was fucking great. Oh. It was great. Oh. They, they harmonized beautifully with each other. Well, so, okay, should I explain this? As to why it surprised you? Wait, are they my, my surprising one? Are we mixed up? Oh, I think I'm going to be one behind. Your guilty pleasure. This is my guilty pleasure. So, yes. Tribe surprised me. Bounce and Chain still made me love fall in love with music. I don't know. We're, I'm confused now. This is my this is my guilty pleasure. <sighs> did you mess me up? I did. I'm I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Suds. Okay, real real quick, Suds. Let's run, let's, let's run through my list real quick, okay? Yes. So, band Adam hates Okay, well, I'm not going to play the music. We're just going to say it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Band I hate is um, fucking Imagine Dragons. Uh, band Adam thinks is overrated. Madonna. Band Adam thinks is underappreciated. Super Shramp. Band you love. The uh, Rush. Band you can listen to over and over again. Billy Joel. Band that made you fall in love with music. Led Zeppelin. Band that changed your life. Allison Chains. Okay, so there you go. Changed my life, got me into music. Allison Chains. Yeah, band that surprised you. Tribe Called Quest. And then your guilty pleasure. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I accidentally said guilty pleasure again. Okay. Yeah. No, no. Tribe, or, 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 tribe is not a guilty pleasure. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, uh, band that, that surprised you. I accidentally said that twice. Okay, yeah. So, so there you go. So so your Smash guilty Mouth. pleasure is fucking Smash Mouth. There's a reason. There is a reason, um, and it is not anything from this album or, you know, other stuff. It is specifically one album. One album is a reason why I love Smash Mouth, and I love... I, Might as well be Walking on the Sun? Well, then that's the album is f that, that is on. Oh, okay. Is Fushio Mang. That's a wild-ass name. It's a weird weird name. Um, and they're they're Canadian. I didn't know that. <laughs> you didn't know, you didn't know they're Canadian? I didn't know they're Canadian. So, and I'll I play, only know that because of game two of the Stanley Cup. And I'll play yeah. a song for them, too. Um, but they they are a, a band I listen to. Wait, they have more than one song? Okay, you just listed another one. <laughs> while we're to this song. Okay, so uh, let me play this song, because this is, this is my favorite Smash Mouth song. Okay. Ooh, like heavy 90s, right? Yeah. No, I don't know this one. A little bit ska. Yeah, I was about to say, this sounds super ska. So what the hell you keep on calling me Flo? I don't hate it. Yeah. This is a good song. So this is from Fushio Mang. Really, all the Smash Mouth songs that I enjoy are from Fushio Mang. There's another song called Beer Goggles that's really good. And the one you listened before, I'm um, Walking on the Sun. Might as well be walking on the sun. Which is a song about the LA riots. Really? Yeah. And you listen to it, you, you know, um, they talk about a mother talking to a, a, to a son about the violence out in the world. And it's like, oh, wow, this is really a deep song. Huh. Fucking Smash Mouth making a deep song. I had no idea. Um, yeah. Here, so, this bitch, you come and pick your girlfriend. So back. that is Adam's 
guilty pleasure. pleasure. Guilty pleasure. Yeah, that's right. Now, listen the to band, the Fushio Mang, please, everybody. So now the band that Adam should have seen by now. <sighs> this one hurts. I'm not placing this immediately. Oh. Oh, I'm disappointed in myself. No. Now you're embarrassed. Oh, no, I'm not embarrassed. I just should have placed it sooner. This my mind. We're going to sing this is, later. Is he aren't even we? touring? So, the reason I, I put him on the Banish to Seen by Now um, is actually a very specific reason and actually maybe an uh, inspiration for me to see Billy Joel because he. So, Billy Joel and Elton John used to tour together, actually. Yeah. Um, but. So the reason I put them on here Sorry, is Sorry, Suds. It's just such a, a good God fucking damn. song. So Couldn't help ourselves. RZA from Wu-Tang. So this is his favorite song. Really? I'm not kidding. No shit. <laughs> this is his favorite song. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. He listens to it constantly. Fuck me. I um, never would have guessed that. <laughs> Adam, with all the fun facts. That's right. Wow. Um, I bet the personal stories, you bet the fun facts. That's right. Um, yeah, I'm lacking of personal stories. Yeah. Oh. Well, here's Weird. my personal story. So, Elton so John. My parents love me more. Uh, no, my mom's clearly stated, clearly stated, and I sent it to you in a text that she loves me more. She said, "Let your little friend know." Yeah, so <laughs> you know, very dismissive Suds, of you. Let um, your little friend know. Suds, he's right, and she was very dismissive and it was super right. rude. Don't fuck with my mom. And my mom She'll has been nothing but supportive of Adam. Well, you attacked my mom and, and me. And your mom. You, you attacked. You started this. Your mom won't make it this far because she'll fall asleep. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep this this grudge going. <laughs> Bring it, um, but no, so The reason that they're on the list is because, or I'm sorry, he, is he did the Farewell Yellowbick Road tour um, a, a couple of years ago, and he came through Dallas, and they sold out in like two hours. I'm surprised it wasn't minutes, honestly. It may have been less than that, too. I'm, yeah. I could be restating it wrong. Um, but it was really a missed opportunity because I wanted to see him. In much yeah. the same vein, I wanted to see Billy Joel. And so. I'm sure the, the tertiary market where they were available was probably fourfold oh, I, the actual yeah, price. Exactly. So um, maybe if he says, hey, I'll go to her again, maybe then I'll get the chance I don't, again. Yeah, I, um, I doubt he will. He's another example, and I mentioned it before. He sings an octave lower because he can't hit those these yeah. those high notes anymore, um, and that's fine. Um, but we have one more coming up. Yes, and that is what is the favorite band you've ever seen live? You might not know this one. I don't know this one. You're right. You might. I don't know. You might not like I it. I don't hate it. No, it I'm jamming over here. Um, so the band that I have enjoyed most seeing live, a la Maddie, again. Shut up, Maddie. Turn in your fucking music survey. 
It's Muse. What? This is Muse. So even what album? Alice is one of the really early early albums. Um, Even Trey's mentioned too because Trey said uh, Trey has said this is Origin of Symmetry. Um, You know he's he's questionable on a lot of Muse songs too. I'm sorry. What what song off Origin of Symmetry? Plug in baby. It's really good. Huh. Here you go. He's about to ramp it up. I guess I really started on uh, what uh, black oh, holes and yeah, uh, black holes, uh, black holes and constellations. Yeah, black holes and constellations. Yeah, black yeah. holes and constellations. Um, so I've seen them live. I wasn't really huge in I them. I saw them live. The the reason I um. I knew about them prior was just because of Nice Sidonia on being Guitar Hero mm-hmm. 3. That's the only song on... That's all I knew. That's the only song on Guitar Hero I have ever finished Expert. Damn, all right. And it took me months of practice. Yeah, that's a great song to do. Holy shit, it was hard. That's the only song I knew. And I completed 71%. Yeah, how about that? Yep. Um, Maddie's a huge fan been a huge fan for a very long time and i was like hey, really of I, muse i i was like hey i know this this band she goes well they got a lot more shit um huh. hey and then shout out to another um maybe potential listener in the future finner another passionate fan of muse who the fuck is finner finn you know finn oh oh fuck me okay i'm sorry yeah, i guess i'm uh, mean sorry finner um so I he's a no obviously he wasn't referred to that you know, yeah. around her. Yeah. Sorry. I, I, I miss you. It's fan. okay. I, I misled you. It's okay. Um, but no, I thought that was another like muse. He's or... another huge fan. So he was actually at the same concert that I saw. He was actually sitting literally across the stadium. Really? From me in the same spot. Yeah. Um, and so what muse did, and actually they're known pretty globally as, as a great show put on her. <laughs> I don't know, but they like, they inflated this huge, like alien monster overhanging their whole band that's like reaching in and trying to grab the band. They have these big kind of like, you know, these like inflated balls running across and they had all these neon lights shooting and streaming across the sky into the band or into the crowd. It's fucking insane. I will say when I went to go see Muse, it was the all time best light show I've ever seen. Yeah, it's almost like they took like Rush 2.0, right? <laughs> yeah, they're they're like trifecta it, as well. So it's like they it, just- it was the all time best light show I've ever seen but I mean Jason Rass for me personally still took the cake because it was just so damn relaxing <laughs> it was just such yeah, a yeah, yeah. it was just such a great show but I mean Muse that would be I mean they put on a fucking amazing they show an amazing and I show. wish that I had seen a show like that where there was like shit hanging down and like things being yeah. kicked everywhere Within, and it was part of their um Oh my god! I don't even remember the uh, something a simulation theory. I think what it was called. Um, and yes, it was all part of their like '80s um, kind of themed um, album. Some of there's some good songs on there. Um, apparently, they're like one of the biggest bands in in Britain right now too. Um, what? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I always thought that was Keen. No, it's it's fucking Muse, dude. Holy shit! Um, so yeah, shout out to them, Matt Bellamy. And, and and all his stuff apparently so he's a he's the front man in the guitar yeah 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 um apparently he and this is another fun fact that Maddie gave me that he grew up being a, a piano virtuoso 
Um, I can believe that with a lot of the piano yeah, shit. Yeah, so they, he does. They he does all the say. piano stuff that's in there. I mean, obviously in the live touring, he can't play piano because he's too busy fucking ripping a guitar or running around the fucking stadium like a yeah. madman. I mean, they're they're huge on like all kinds of like lighting and all kinds of stuff. But no, uh, amazing to see live. If you have the opportunity, please pay to go see them. It's worth it, even if you don't even know the music. That song, which is my favorite. You song maybe there's another one that they would play that is um kind of what you said black holes and um revelations revelations but it's it's something else I forgot what it's called God damn it I sound so stupid mine is a soldier song oh yeah I've heard that song yeah yeah it's like kind of like a Arlie Ermy yes yeah 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 um no yeah give them a listen they're they're great they didn't they didn't play that song in the concert is what I was gonna say but I mean they play all their hits um another band. That I might that was really close to getting in there that I mentioned before, Nine Inch Nails. No, I'm not gonna agree to that. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode, this bonus episode, this music episode. I was worried this is gonna be 45 minutes, and look how fucking wrong I yeah, am. Yeah, this is a very long fucking episode. I don't think it'll actually fit into one upload. It will. It will. We'll this see. This is sort of the Nightmare Town. This is Music Town. Mm, yeah. So. Thank you for listening to the Adam and Andy bonus episode number two, the Music Town episode. That's right. I'm Adam. Wow. I'm Whoa. Adam. Whoa. I was going to. Uh, I got mixed between he's Adam. I'm Andy. Wait a second. I'm Andy. <laughs> no, no. Back up. Back up, please. Yes. I'm Adam. And I'm Andy. Thanks for listening.